At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. I remember it was a Sapporo Ichiban beef flavor ramen and it blew my mind. I became an instant devoted ramen eater from that day forward. Hi, this is Play Me A Recipe and I'm Peter J. Kim. I'm the food guy over at Pinterest and before that, I was the founding director of the Museum of Food and Drink. I'm also the host of Counter Jam here on the Food 52 Podcast Network, a podcast that celebrates culture through food and music. Each episode focuses on one cultural identity and it's kind of like my dream dinner party. I talk with some phenomenal individuals from the food, music, and entertainment worlds, and we tell stories, crack jokes, and get into some deep conversations and listen to some amazing tunes from a diverse array of artists. I'm coming to you from my kitchen in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, and today we'll be making something that I reference quite a bit in Counter Jam. It's a dish that I consider to be at the heart and soul of Korean American cuisine, instant ramen, also known as instant ramen. It's just that in Korean, we say ramen instead of ramen. So go into any Korean American's pantry and somewhere in there, you'll find one of these bad boys. Can you hear that? Oh yeah. Just the sound of the package is all too familiar. I actually remember the, the very first time I ate instant ramen. It must have been when I was five or six years old. I remember it was a Sapporo Ichiban beef flavor ramen and it blew my mind. I became an instant devoted ramen eater from that day forward. And I talk about this in one episode of Counter Jam with Roy Choi, but what's really cool about instant ramen is that it's a comfort dish that grows with you. At first, you make it exactly according to the directions on the package. Then you try dipping a toe into some add-ins, you know, cracking in an egg or adding in some chopped scallions. Over the years, you become more and more fluent in instant ramen, and it becomes more of a, I kind of think of it as a blank canvas, you know, where you can, where you can paint and express your particular flavor identity. So I'm gonna share with you one of my favorite instant ramen creations, and I lovingly call it instant ramen carbonara, with carbonara in extremely heavy quotation marks because, well, frankly, it's not really a carbonara at all, but uh, it kind of evokes the feeling of a carbonara. Now, because this is an instant ramen recipe, and because, by definition, an instant ramen recipe is, well, not entirely instant, it's done in, well, a matter of instance, the actual cooking part will not take very long at all. So I'm going to start by talking you through my overall philosophy and framework behind instant ramen. After that, we'll get our ingredients together, and we'll make some instant ramen carbonara together. Alright, so let's talk about the wonderful world of instant ramen. 
The first thing you'll need to decide is what brand of instant ramen to use. Now, there are lots of wonderful versions of ramen or ramen that come fresh or frozen. For example, Sun Noodle makes some amazing stuff. However, I'm excluding those from consideration because to me, they're categorically in a different place from instant ramen. My definition of instant ramen is a shelf stable package with a fried or dried noodle cake and various packets of seasoning, typically a soup base, plus some dried toppings. For many Korean Americans, and certainly yours truly, the gold standard of instant ramen is Shin Ramen, this one. And you know, it's just that it's got the perfect chewy noodle gauge and a spicy, punchy, umami rich broth. And in my book, the only reason you should start with any other instant ramen is if A, you don't like spicy food, or B, you're a vegetarian. There are some beef ingredients in Shin Ramen. Now, if you don't like spicy food, then your best bet is to look to Japanese instant ramen because pretty much all Korean instant ramens are spicy. It's kind of our thing. And if you want to go vegetarian, I would recommend trying Samyang Kimchi Instant Ramen. It's pretty good and there's no uh, meat ingredients in there. Now, there are three really key components to a bowl of instant ramen and we're going to go through each one in turn. First, the noodles. Second, the broth. And third, the add-ins. So let's start with the noodles. As you may know, all ramen noodles, including instant ramen noodles, are alkaline. That just means they have mineral salts, such as potassium carbonate, which increase the pH of the noodles, which give them a sort of pretzely taste. You don't believe me? Next time you're trying your favorite ramen at your, you know, a ramen joint, taste the noodles on their own and just picture pretzels while you're eating them. And you'll see, it'll kind of click. More importantly, the alkalinity of ramen noodles are also what make them remain springy even when sitting in a hot broth. This is why you actually don't see a lot of Italian dishes where there are big noodles in broth because they just get too soft. But if you make them alkaline, it actually works. Nonetheless, instant ramen noodles become softer and softer the longer they sit in a broth. So this is a key fact to bear in mind, and it means you need to err on the side of undercooking your noodles so they end up reaching the perfect level of doneness when you start eating. Just think of it as a sort of timer. As soon as those noodles hit the water, a timer starts, and those noodles are gonna get softer and softer and softer. So with Shin Ramen, if I'm eating it in broth, I will typically cook my noodles for about three minutes, maybe three minutes, 30 seconds. And at that point, they're still a little chewy, but by the time I put the noodles in a bowl and start eating, they're perfect. So the next time you make instant ramen, I encourage you to try pulling out noodles at, you know, 15 second or 30 second intervals, starting at two minutes to find your perfect cook time. I know it's a little bit intense to do that, but just try it once and that helps you really understand where your perfect sort of noodle cook is. Next, let's talk about the broth. Shin ramen broth is flavorful. It's salty, spicy, full of umami, but it does lack a certain body to it. So this is another area that is ripe for modification. There are a lot of great options for introducing more body to your instant ramen broth. For example, you can try coconut milk, which is delicious, tahini, one of my favorites, or really any other kind of nut butter. And one of my favorite additions to a bowl of Shin Ramen is actually just a nice fat knob of butter plopped in at the very end. It really lifts the entire bowl. Try it. Another great broth modifier is American cheese. It adds a velvety mouthfeel to the bowl and American cheese is also something that you'd probably want to add at the very end. All right, we've talked about noodles, we've talked about the broth. 
Third, let's talk about add-ins. You probably already know the classic move of adding scallions and eggs. You can really add almost anything though to a bowl of instant ramen. You just have to pay attention to two things. One, do not overload the bowl. And two, add ingredients at the right time. In terms of timing, you've basically got three timing options. I call them phase one, at the beginning as the water is heating up, phase two, which is at the same time as adding the noodle cake, and phase three, at the very end as a finishing touch. Any dense vegetables, cold ingredients, or uncooked meats would go in at phase one. This could, for example, include a few spears of Chinese broccoli, slices of raw Italian sausage, or frozen dumplings. Phase one is also where you'll want to add most of your broth modifiers, such as nut butters or coconut milk. This is key because with nut butters or tahini, you need to uh, have that moment at the beginning to really incorporate the nut butter into the water. And the easiest time to do that is at the very beginning. And if you do offer butter though, which again, I have to say is simply phenomenal, you'll want to hold on, on that until later. That's more of a finishing touch. Same with American cheese. Phase two is where you add any less dense vegetables, eggs or pre-cooked meats. So bok choy, beaten eggs or whole egg or sliced hot dogs or spam are all great options here. Then you get to phase three, which is where you add herbs, finely sliced scallions or that slice of American cheese or the hunk of butter that I keep talking about. So there you have it. This is my overall framework for upping your noodle, broth and add in game for instant ramen. It's pretty simple. The most important thing to remember is that instant ramen is forgiving AF. So you can pretty much throw anything at it and it's going to taste good. Not to mention your only potential downside is losing the one or two dollars you spent on that one pack. So get crazy and experiment. Tag me into your creation. I'm at peter.j.kim on Instagram or at peterjkim on Pinterest and I just love to see what you do. So there's one other way to modify your instant ramen that I haven't mentioned yet and that is going brothless. The most simple version of this is cooking your noodles, draining them, and then tossing them with the seasoning packet ingredients. But I'm going to share with you one of my favorite all-time variations on instant ramen, and it's actually of the brothless variety. We're going to make it together after this. You reach for the top olive oils and invest in the best pans. But in the kitchen, how well do you care for your greatest tool, your hands? When mine take a beating cooking and cleaning, which is often, I use Bag Bomb to work its wonders on my poor distressed skin. Created 125 years ago on a Vermont dairy farm, their soaps smell great and clean hands without stripping moisture, and their fast-absorbing lotion means I can quickly get back to cooking. Treat your hard-working hands to Bag Bomb, every chef's best friend. Use code FOOD52 for 20% off your order on bagbomb.com. Good through 2024. And we're back. This is Play Me a Recipe. I'm Peter J. Kim, and we are going to be making something I call instant ramen carbonara. Again, heavy, heavy quotation marks around carbonara. This is by no means anything like the Italian carbonara. It's just something I sort of jokingly call carbonara. Uh, so we are coming to you again from my kitchen in Crown Heights. And first, we're going to be gathering our ingredients. And what you'll need is pretty simple. You're going to need, of course, a pack of instant ramen. And again, if you like spicy and you do eat meat, shin ramen is really the way to go. This is my jam. And then you need a slice of American cheese. 
And here, I highly recommend Kraft American Cheese. I have tried a lot of American cheeses out there, and let me tell you, Kraft is definitely head and shoulders above. And then, lastly, you need an egg. That's it, it's pretty simple. So now that you have all of your ingredients, we're gonna be cooking this instant ramen carbonara alongside each other. It's a pretty quick process, so we're gonna be done in a matter of minutes. But if you do need to jump back at any time, you can use the podcast chapters. All right, so first things first, I've got a little pot on the stove and I'm going to get that simmering to get the water boiling. Here we go, turning on the flame and there we go. So the water's gonna heat up. Next, I've got on my workspace, I've got a bowl that I'm gonna eat the instant ramen in and then I have a ramekin. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start by cracking my egg carefully and I'm going to separate out the yolk and put the yolk in the bowl that I'm gonna eat the ramen in and I'm putting the white into the ramekin. So here we go. All right, I've put the yolk into the bowl. Next up, you want to take this slice of American cheese and drop that into the bowl. There we go, there's my old friend, hello. All right, so we've got the pack of dried vegetables. You're gonna hold that to later for a little special touch. And here you've got the seasoning packet, okay. Now, since this is a brothless preparation of instant ramen, and also since you have the American cheese, which brings some salt, you're actually just gonna use half a packet of the seasoning powder. Now, you know, if you finally want more, you can add more later, but I find it adds plenty of salt. So I am going to just put half of this packet into the bowl where I have the egg yolk and the sliced American cheese. And that powder is in there. And there we go. Okay, now I'm just waiting for the water to boil. And you know, actually, when I'm in a real hurry to make this, sometimes what I do is I put half the water I need in the pot and get that going on the fire. And then I put the other half in a kettle and I get the kettle going at the same time. And then I combine the two. And that actually, well, it doubles the speed at which the water starts boiling, which is pretty great. So my water is starting to come to a simmer here and I'm watching with great anticipation. And so I've got the egg white in a ramekin and then in the bowl, I've got the egg yolk, the American cheese slice, half the seasoning packet, and here the water is gonna to come to a simmer. And what I'm actually gonna do now is start a timer on my microwave so I can uh, just see how long everything's gonna cook. I'll just set it for 10 minutes, and that way it can just kind of run, and I can keep an eye on it, and that way I know how long the noodles have been cooking. Oh, I forgot one more thing. You gotta get some chopsticks. That's the best way to make this. It's the Korean way for sure. Get some chopsticks out. All right, here comes the water. And uh, I talked about this in one of the episodes of Counter Jam with uh, Michelle Zahner, but I just have to say that Shin Ramyun was just so thoughtful in making the noodle cake circular <laughs> because our pots are circular. And so it's just really annoying when you have a noodle cake that's square and your pot is circular because it just doesn't quite work. Whoever had that idea to make the noodle cake circular, I just have to really tip my hat because it fits perfectly. All right, my water is coming to a boil now. I'm gonna wait for it to get to a pretty rigorous boil. Okay. That water is coming to a boil now. I've got it nice and rolling boil, so I'm gonna bring the flame down just a bit. 
and I am dropping the noodle cake in. And with the chopsticks, just push it down a little so it gets fully submerged. Keeping an eye on the time so I know exactly how long this has been cooking. And at the same time, I'm going to add that egg white that I reserved. I'm just going to drop it in. And the noodles are going to cook. Now, if you're like me and you've made instant ramen more times than you can count, then this is almost like a really comforting, familiar ritual. Having the noodle cake be stiff when you drop it in and then slowly just starts yielding to your chopsticks. And then I do that move where I put the chopsticks right in the middle of the noodle cake, give it a little jiggle, and that helps the noodle cake come apart, which exposes more surface area to the hot water and cooks it just a little bit faster, giving the little jiggle, gentle jiggle. You don't want to break the noodles. Put the chopsticks in, jiggle. Hello, noodles. There you are. Okay, I've been cooking it for a little over a minute now. Remember I said I'm gonna pull this at three minutes. And I didn't really break up the egg white a lot because I like it just to be in a big chunk so it's easier to come out. Now, the reason why I reserved the egg white, by the way, is because, you know, I just, I don't really like slimy egg whites and um, I just prefer it cooked. So uh, I let the yolk You'll see what the yolk does when we drop the noodles in, but um, I just prefer having it cooked. So if you, know, if you really prefer, you could just drop the whole egg into the bowl, but this is my preferred method. Okay, now we're coming up on two minutes and the noodle cake has totally broken apart. The egg whites have set and I'm gonna give it one more minute of cooking before I pull this out and I'm gonna put it right into the bowl. And when you put this into the bowl, what happens is there's some noodle water still clinging to the noodles. And the noodles, of course, are still hot, and that's going to melt the American cheese. It's going to gently cook the yolk, and you're gonna stir the whole thing together, and it's be going to make its own sauce, and it's gonna be just absolutely delicious. I love eating instant ramen this way. All right, I'm down to 20 seconds left before my ideal noodle. And actually, I just realized I like the three minutes when I have a broth, so maybe three minutes is going to be a little bit too al dente. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to let it go to three minutes and 30 seconds, actually. It just passed the three minute mark. So yeah, three minutes is when I'd usually stop if I'm cooking it in a broth, but I realized this is a brothless one, and it's not going to get any softer in the bowl on its own. So I'll let it go a little bit more. Okay, you might want tongs to pull everything out, but I just use chopsticks. So it really depends on how comfortable you are with chopsticks and noodles. All right, we are now at three minutes and 30 seconds. I am pulling the noodles out with my chopsticks right into the bowl. And it's gonna take me a few moves right in. I'm grabbing that egg white that's set now. That's going in the bowl. Okay. Egg white go in there. It's slipping out of my chopsticks. Okay. And didn't do as well as I usually do here. I'm still getting some of the last noodles. That's it. All right, now I have these really hot noodles in the bowl and I'm gonna right away start stirring this with my chopsticks and the cheese has already melted. Let's just hear that, listen to this. Oh yeah, it looks so good. <laughs> the seasoning packet has incorporated in with the yolk and the American cheese and it just made this luscious, creamy, cheesy, spicy sauce for the noodles. Now, those dried, that dried vegetable pack I saved, we saved, that's going to be our finishing touch. 
I like to add it just for a little texture at the very end. Take those vegetable flakes out, put them in your hand, and then just sprinkle them on top, just for that little extra fancy touch. And there we have it. Instant ramen carbonara. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait to take a bite. All right, so I am now gonna eat this. Give it a whirl. Here we go. Mmm. Wow. That is so good. It's really spicy. Really punchy, really cheesy. And what's amazing about this preparation is that you can make it, plus if you have the water ready to go, in under five minutes flat. So, my little trick for making instant ramen carbonara. I hope you enjoy, and I hope it inspires you to experiment on your own. Thanks so much for joining me. And if you have a moment, check out Counter Jam on the Food 52 Podcast Network. Uh, we have a few episodes where we do talk about instant ramen, notably in episode one with Roy Choi, and then also in another episode with Michelle Zahner. But yes, thanks so much, and thanks for tuning in to Play Me a Recipe.